The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. But there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. We hear in our readings today, this Gaudete Sunday, the church proclaims that our search for Christ during Advent, really, our search for Christ throughout our life should be one of rejoicing. But it likely falls on deaf ears this time of year as we're tidying up our homes, maybe preparing food, or like me, preparing some last-minute gifts. And this stress of finals week, and I have to admit my own stress of my own preparations, had kind of got me thinking elsewhere. But even amidst that, I was kind of surprised at what I found Many opportunities this last week to rejoice. It's all the opportunities I had to spend time with the kids, whether it was simple things like watching a movie or singing Christmas songs here in the chapel at night, whether it was playing a terrible game of basketball. All these things that provided many moments of laughter throughout the week truly gave me reason to delight, to delight in the time spent with them. But I'd say that probably the best surprise of the week had to have been one of the most ridiculous things because for one of the students um, received Ranch on a Branch. And if any of you are familiar with Elf on a Shelf, it's a similar thing, but instead of being a, a finely dressed elf, it's actually a stuffed bottle of ranch that's hidden throughout the building. And I think when I go back to this, it was one of those things that was a surprise to me, one of the most significant, because it it gave just a little flicker of light amidst maybe some of the stress the students experienced. Pope Francis reminds us, he says, joy adapts and changes. Amidst the different circumstances of life, he says, it always endures even as a flicker of light. And so when God breaks into our day-to-day to give us this light, It gives way, Pope Francis says, to our personal certainty that when everything is said and done, we are infinitely loved. 
And so despite our circumstances, no matter what your personal circumstances might be this Advent, we rejoice because we know that even in what is hidden and waiting to be revealed, there is something to rejoice in. Prophet Isaiah reminds us, just as growth springs up in a garden, so will the Lord God spring up before all nations. And I think the springing up is the reason why I was able to delight in something as silly and nonsensical as ranch on a branch. Because it became a flicker of light because at its root, it was something hidden by one student for the sole purpose of surprising and bringing joy to another. And that should serve as a reminder, as it did to the students, it should serve as a reminder to all of us of the power of Christ waiting to break into the darkness of our life. Not just in a figurative sense, but in a really incarnational, in-the-flesh way. Because God desires to come like that branch on a branch to find us in hidden ways, just as at the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth, where we got our responsorial psalm from today. Because just as there was a joy that was experienced and a joy that was expressed, when Elizabeth and John in her womb leapt for joy at the coming of Christ, so too often with a very similar element of surprise, the very indwelling of God experienced in our lives practically as his grace, his charis, gives way to a word that shares its same root. The kare, the very word meaning to rejoice. And so my brothers and sisters, as we heard proclaimed in our readings today, our God is the joy of our soul. When we remain in this state of charis, this state of grace, when we refuse to quench the Spirit, God's life within us, as St. Paul exhorted the Thessalonians to today, then we have reason to rejoice always. And so as we strive to be joyful this Advent, as we strive to be joyful throughout the duration of our life as a whole, I encourage you, look for those hidden ways that God desires to surprise you. Those ways that God might be prompting you to joy, those little flickers of light that we experience that give us certainty or that bring other certainty of the fact that they are infinitely loved. And while this can happen in various ways, I think, and I encourage all of you, have fun with this. Make it an element of surprise. This last week of Advent, I encourage you, amidst the hustle and bustle that you may experience, find a way, whether it's simply stopping at the church to pray, something that maybe you wouldn't typically do, whether it's maybe having a game night, choosing a different game if you're already doing something like that, finding these little ways to bring an element of surprise or even incorporating your own ranch on a branch. Maybe it's taking figurines of the nativity scene and placing them at different points in the home to be encountered or recognized. At a personal level, I want you to think as well about the way that you can think of, of an examination of conscience each and every day. Not just to think about the ways that you, you fell from God's grace or the ways that maybe you have messed up, but, but to have that visitation moment. To reflect on the ways that God desired to bring you joy. He desired to bring you that little flicker of light that let you know that you are loved. Those are those subtle moments that maybe we experience laughter or, or love in our, our experience and our sharing of life with one another. And it's the way that God's grace dwells within us and provides us a very reason to have a joyful heart. Because when we do these things in these moments of charis, these moments of God's life dwelling within us, can then turn into those moments of kare, those moments of rejoicing and those moments of joy.
when we open ourselves up to be surprised by God in our search for him, then we'll see that Jesus' wish for us this Christmas comes true. Because God desires that his joy may be in us and that our joy may be complete.